At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the Friday edition of Big Bets here on Vista Dave Ross and Mall Shaw here at Stop Point Casino and Hotel getting ready for the weekend. Lots to get to. I heard you and Patrick Maher and uh, Michael Lombardi uh, wrapping up the Lombardi line. Very entertaining. And Patrick's right. I got my eye on this UFC card. Hopefully you were watching and listening to the last show. And I was saying to, to you and Kelly and everybody here before the show, like I was watching the weigh-ins this morning for these guys. Sean Strickland's going to take on Jared Cannonier. 185 pounds, really good matchup uh, tomorrow night to, for the last card of the UFC before they hit the holiday break. They're going to take a, a full month off. And I'm watching these guys get their bodies down to 185 pounds. They look like they're, they're just up there like, ah, no energy, but they make it. And I think, I weigh 155. What do you weigh? 174. Like, I could get you in, like, a middleweight championship bout if I put 10 pounds on you. And you could fight like Sean Strickland or Jared Cannonier. I would recommend doing that. But before you do that, I would suggest you take out a large insurance policy on my death. <laughs> it's just amazing. Like these, cause like, it makes me think for real, like, you know, I kid about it a lot with these guys making weight and that's their job. They're professionals. They know how to do it and get their bodies in shape. But I'm all like, I weigh about a buck 55 and I'm thinking I couldn't fight Habib Nurmagomedov. That's who, that's 155 pounds. Justin Gaethje's? I mean, if you ever think about what you weigh and then look at what these fighters weigh at the best in the world, you go, oh, my God. I oh, get for playing, destroyed. For playing that game, I should be starting at left tackle for your Cowboys this weekend. We might need you. <laughs> We're getting thin on the, the line, Kelly. Uh, so, again, uh, well, I'll give you some of my picks later on in the show. Uh, for the UFC fight card that's coming up tomorrow night. We're going to have Nick Whalen join us, uh, obviously, to begin hour number two, as he always does, talk some NBA and get some NFL as well. But I think the big news today is coming out of the kind of the de facto playoff game in the AFC and the NFC, and that would be the Jets against the Lions. And the news today is that Mike White has not been cleared by concussion protocol standards, and so it looks like Zach Wilson is back in the mix to be the starting quarterback. And like I said this morning, don't ever tell me that Zach Wilson isn't a line mover. <laughs> I mean, this thing has gone from Jets laying a point to the Lions laying a point. Now, so that's a two-and-a-half-point line move. Yeah, I'm not saying it's all because of Zach Wilson, but it feels like that's the news, that the betting public is betting against Zach Wilson. 
Well, no surprise there. When you look at his last performance against the New England Patriots up in Foxborough, mm-hmm. this is to be anticipated. However, I still think New York's got a far superior defense to Detroit. Also, with this offense, I, I think we're going to see a resurgence, Zach Wilson. I think if you're really well, this is the kind of last chance saloon for him. Yeah, you get an opportunity, you get benched. First, you get an opportunity, then you get benched. Now, here's your chance, right? Everybody on the team seems to be negative or down about you. You can now prove everybody wrong. You got a chance to kind of commandeer the starting position. Let's see if you can make it happen. If he doesn't, it's going to be interesting to see what the decision is with him in the offseason. However, if he does, then what do they do with Mike White? That's a great point because remember, he's a second year guy now. I'm not saying we're throwing kids out of the league now after two years if they can't play, right? But at some point, you got to show something. If you're, you know, a second overall pick like a Zach Wilson, right? So you do have Mike White there. Joe Flacco clearly is not the future of this organization. We understand that. We were talking yesterday about some of the drafts and the draft picks and, you know, where teams might be looking. I don't know that they would be looking for another quarterback here right away if they think Mike White is really a guy that can be a, a their quarterback for the, you know, in the near future for a couple of years. Or would they go the veteran route? Like there's rumors out there that if the Jets realize that Zach Wilson will find out a lot about this in the Detroit game this week, because this is a big game, right? This has got playoff implications. And if Zach Wilson, to your point, shows something that maybe kind of resurrects that, at least the image that maybe he's an alternative at quarterback. But if he really falls in his face again, they're going to go, what do we have for next year? Cause the defense is ready made. It is good enough. We're seeing what the Niners are doing with Mr. Irrelevant, at quarterback. They just won the NFC West. I'm not saying the Jets' defense is as good as the Niners' defense, but it's really good. Yeah. So they're going to start looking at it and go, well, if they can do it with Brock Purdy, we need to be able to figure out something to help out the other guys in this locker room, not just the offense. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, looking at right now when you see Zach Wilson's contract, it's not bad from a quarterback standpoint. Uh, they do take a big dead cap number next year of $20 million, but if you keep them around until 2024, at the end of the 2023 season, you release him. It's only 11 million. So I think you can get rid of these rookie quarterbacks a lot easier than in the past when you had those Sam Bradford type of deals. Yep. So for me, the Jets, I think you got a great opportunity. Maybe plays does well. Look, you've got the Lions and Jaguars. That Jaguars game is going to be crucial for both teams, especially Jacksonville. If they can win one of those two games, assuming they beat Houston, then if they can beat either uh, the Jets or Dallas, they put themselves in a position to be able to win the division, assuming. Uh, Tennessee loses a game against the Chargers, and there's one other game in there that they have them drawing a blank on. They so, got Dallas down the road, too. Oh, they do have Dallas, right? Tennessee That's right. Does, thought. Yep. So you play the Chargers at uh, L.A. this weekend, and then you've got Dallas at home. That's not going to be an easy Could game. Could be a couple losses, Yeah, the, the Jags right back in there. Absolutely. So they just need uh, the Titans to lose one of those games because I'm assuming Tennessee is going to beat Houston. Yeah, I would make that assumption as well. So, again, this is why this, these games are so important now with, with four to go here uh, to play at the string. You mentioned that the Titans there. They've got the Chargers this week in L.A. Then they've got the Texans. There's that game against the Cowboys that is in Tennessee. And then the end-all, be-all game, it might be for the division in Duval. And we saw what happened last year to wrap up the division when the Colts needed a win in Duval to win that division. They didn't get it done. It cost Carson Wentz, uh, maybe ultimately Frank Reich, so we saw what happened from that game last year. I know there's a spillover for Frank Reich this year, but really signaling the end of, of Carson Wentz down there. So this thing is not over yet for the Titans. We thought it was, but this three-game losing skid that they're on has brought the Jags at least back in the pack. It really has, Dave. And you got that last game of the regular season where it's going to be crucial for them to be able to win it to get in if they can't navigate the Chargers in this game. I don't believe they're going to win this game in Los Angeles. I think the Chargers have kind of hit their stride. Mm -hmm. They look like they're going in the right direction. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams went healthy. I think it's about as good of a combo as you'll find in football. But the problem has been keeping both of them on the field at the same time. Then you got the Texans. And and it comes down to can the Jags win one of the games. If they can win one of those games – that against Dallas or the Jets, you're going to have a showdown, assuming both teams beat Houston. I want to give you some props for your call last night on the Niners. I know a lot of people are going to go, oh, a really tough call. Not, no, you, you nailed it. So the defense was going to be fine, and Brock Purdy certainly uh, would look pretty good. He did, and it was really never a ball game uh, against the Seattle Seahawks last night as the Niners wrap up the NFC West. Tyler Lockett, by the way, broken right fin- uh, index finger. He's going to have surgery on it. Might only miss... A game, but at this point for the Seahawks at seven and seven, them all yeah. okay. Forget about the West because that's over. Niners just wrapped that up. Now the Seahawks are going to be thinking, 
how do we get back into the good graces of at least getting a wild card? Geno Smith, maybe that you know comeback player of the year stock is starting to drop. Pete Carroll up there for coach of the year, maybe that stock's starting to drop a little bit. I mean, right now it looks like the Seahawks really last two games have put themselves behind the eight ball. Geno Smith's stock has been delisted. Drop. Forget about that. It's already been delisted. Are you kidding me? It's he gone the way of Enron. He can't resurrect he, it in the last four? As your boy Hawk would say, he gone. <laughs> hey, I love the Hawk. Are you kidding me? Forget I, about Geno Smith. This is this is just like that season he had a senior year at West Virginia. 21 touchdowns. Heisman. Heisman, by the way, didn't get to New York City. No, he didn't even get invited. So, again, it, it looks like the Seahawks, by the way, by virtue of that tie that the, the Giants had against the Commanders a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, and by the way, those two teams are going to do battle again on Sunday night. Uh, to resurrect that that rivalry. Hopefully we get a winner this time. That could really play out huge for the Giants. I'm on Operation uh, Get Together Blue out of the postseason because I got a three-to-one ticket that says they don't make the playoffs from four weeks ago. But this really hurts my cause because I need Seattle and or Detroit to get that last wild card spot over the Giants and the Seahawks might have just taken themselves out of the running if they don't resurrect this season in the next three games. And it's not going to get easier for Seattle right now. They are walking wounded right now. Kenneth Walker was back. He was really ineffective yesterday. 12 carries, 47 yards, did have 32 uh, rece- carry, or excuse me, receiving yards out of the backfield. But it looks like right now the offense is really struggling to get anything to, get anything going. Yeah, they really are, and I think it's going to be tough. Um, you know, the one thing is we heard yesterday Kenneth Walker's playing. My thought was he's going to play defense. Yeah. And obviously uh, he's not. But you look at the Seahawks. They're at the Chiefs next week, the Jets, and then the Rams. So mm. I think they're in trouble. Because remember, Kansas City needs to continuously win to be able to secure that second, excuse me, the first overall seed assuming that Buffalo may trip up somewhere along the line. By the way, we're going to have a historic season from the NFC East. This division has been criticized. Oh, yeah. Look, Washington and the Giants play each other. Let's assume there's not a second tie. Let's hope not. You're going to wind up with one of these teams getting kind of almost ensuring that they're in the postseason. Mm -hmm. And then if the Giants, I'm going to assume they're going to lose because they're on the road. But they've got the Colts. They close out against the Eagles. The Eagles may not need that final game of the year. And if they don't, I think the Giants can find a way in. And if I'm the opponent, I would like to see the Giants in the playoffs. It's a potential easier landing spot than, say, Detroit or Seattle. I agree. And remember, Detroit and Seattle both beat the Giants. And they they beat them, by the way. Uh, The the Seahawks beat them out in the Pacific Northwest. The Detroit Lions went to the Meadowlands and whooped up on the G-Men. It doesn't really matter because of that tie. That's where it really doesn't affect them. So head-to-head doesn't play as much into this. It's going to be straight record here. But again, I got that ticket at 3-1 to for the G-Men to miss it four weeks ago. Now that's even money that they don't make the playoffs. I'm banking on a loss to the Commanders. Okay, and I hope the Eagle game matters. Yeah. So I've kind of safeguarded it that if they beat the Eagles and get in the postseason, then the Cowboys win the East. That's what my hope is. And conversely, if the Eagles beat the G-Men, then the Giants don't make the postseason, and I split my tickets. I'm either going to win my three to one or I win my seven to one in the Cowboys. That's the way I'm kind of earmarking. I'm trying to lock in profit. Smart man. Trying to deal with the Amal Shaw way. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get into this bowl season here because we do have a game going on right now. I believe in the, we're in the fourth quarter of the Bahamas Bowl, Correct. UAB, with a 17-13 lead on Miami of Ohio. We'll update those numbers and give you some other action that we've got today and tomorrow and the weekend slate of college football. Come on back. It is VEASAN Big Bets. We'll be back in a moment. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. College Bowl season is about to kick off. VSIN has you covered with this year's College Football Bowl Guide. This year's guide has picks on the spread and total of every single bowl game from decent experts and our own legend himself, Brent Musburger. Steve Mackinnon has got power rankings for every team and breaks down the motivational factors that affect each and every bowl game. Josh Applebaum is going to give you insight into bowl betting strategy, and Adam Burke is going to help you if you need an advantage in your bowl confidence picks. So give yourself an edge. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to check out the college football bowl betting guide. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. And I'm all sure right now. Got a pretty good one going on in the Bahamas Bowl. 17-13 UAB over Miami. Eight minutes to go here in regulation. Uh, Trent Dilfer is going to be the new head coach at UAB for the Blazers. Don't know what that's going to look like. But uh, he's there, not coaching, obviously, just taking it all in. What do you make Bill Clark for UAB and holding on to that four-point lead? Yeah, uh, this has been a uh, tough situation, right? You have Clark ends up resigning. They have an interim coach. Mm -hmm. The players wanted him to stay on board to bring in uh, Trent Dilfer. Now you've got a tight game, 17-13. Normally the Bahamas Bowl high scoring, but two teams that have been anemic offensively. Miami got, Miami got gifted a punt return fumble by uh, UAB. Shouldn't say a punt return, just the a returner. Sh- yeah, exactly. And uh, right now knocking on the door at the 10-yard line, facing a uh, third down and about 11 from the 11-yard line, third and goal from the 11. It's actually not. It's actually going to be third and nine from the 11. So big play here. And you and I were talking during mm-hmm. the commercial – you're down by four. Would you end up kicking a field goal if you don't make it here? Do you, because I'll tell you one thing, Dave, in the second half, UAB's had two drives for seven-plus minutes on both drives. So that would be the concern. If you can't get them off the field, maybe yeah. UAB could run the clock out, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, and, and I know that's a long way to go. And But, but if you got two drives of already seven minutes, yeah. then there's only going to be about seven minutes to go here, theoretically, Correct. if you don't get this in this third down. My my thought process would be you got all three timeouts if you're Miami. Okay, let's see what this third what this third and eight is. If it's still fourth and long, yep. I'm kicking it, and I'm going to give myself. I just need a, a field goal to win it. But they get the touchdown, by the way. So the question is moot. And right now, Miami of Ohio takes the lead, 1917 PAT pending. I'm glad you we brought up Bill Clark, who I, I think was a bit of a shock with the job he's done down there at UAB. Mm-hmm. Dilfer's going to be coming in. I'm not saying that this is the way every bowl game is going to go. Right. But it did, did it feel like Miami of Ohio would be the right side because of all of the coaching changes? Bill Clark out, interim guy in, Trent Dilfer waiting in the wings. And then you got to play a bowl game where you're a decided favorite over Miami. Well, with interim coach, and I apologize, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but he's been there the whole year. Um, or, I mean, he's, he's taken over here late in the year, excuse me. Right. Uh, but to me, I didn't feel that much of a concern because they had continuity in the staff. This is a game that UAB's had opportunities to put away. Really, Miami shouldn't even be in this game. It was the muff that was huge uh, from the standpoint of UAB that allowed the the Redhawks to take the lead at 13-10. Bryant Vincent is yeah. the interim head coach here for UAB. Uh, but again, I you know again we're going to get into this, and this is why you need to check out the uh, bowl betting guide that we have as Vincent Pro subscribers. Because this is exactly what we're getting to. There are going to be situations for, for these games, and they're all going to be different, right? You're going to have some that have, say, like a first-year staff with Lincoln Riley and USC, and there might be motivation for that first-year staff out there with Southern Cattle to win that bowl game. 
when you have changeover, and you're going to have a lot of changeover in a lot of these bowl games, the bowl betting guide is going to break these down for you, and you're really trying to figure out maybe the ones that have the most stability, that might be an angle you want to look at. Yeah, absolutely right, and I think that plays a factor, and we've seen it with teams in the past. They've had issues. Forgot which team it was a couple years ago. They had about four coaches, five coaches from the previous staff. Uh, A lot of guys had left. It's unfortunate the way this thing plays out because – to me, what they should do is push National Signing Day into January ah. and allow these teams to complete their seasons with their coaches. But then again, that would be common sense, so college football has no <laughs> shot at doing that. They'd, they'd much rather have chaos in December. Have everybody what? switching everywhere. got transfer portal going on. Everybody's in everybody else's living room, and yet you still have bowl games to play. If you go back to the February National Signing Day that was there instead of the early one, now I understand that because they want to be able to get kids in to be able to go for spring ball. Yep. You just push that timeline back a little bit. If you do that, then you have a little bit more continuity in the coaching. Because I, I think the way these bowl games are playing out, the way you saw Ohio State decline an option if they got to the Rose Bowl because they didn't want to buy the required tickets because they knew their fan base wasn't going to buy it, it's going to be a real challenge from an economic standpoint for a lot of these programs to sit there and say, hey, we justify going to these bowl games. I don't want to say that uh, you've moved the number in the next game that's going to come on today, but I know that you like UTSA, and that number has moved. And now the Roadrunners are a three-point favorite, I believe, just yesterday, they were about a point and a half, yeah. and all of a sudden, you can double that up here for the Roadrunners up to three. So, Maul, you were giving that out yesterday that you like UTSA. Do you still like them at this number, that, even though it's a little bit more inflated? Yeah, I, I'm not thrilled about playing it at minus three. I mean, Dave, this thing went from this morning, minus 140 in the money line, to minus 160 at the three we're seeing right now. Mm-hmm. But it, it's been a drastic move, and it's uh, interesting in terms of how this thing has played out. Because we saw the uh, Roadrunners plus one and a half yesterday, so a four and a half point swing wow. in just twenty four hours. So, are we going to see a lot more of that? Uh, that right, I think right so, before yes. we get to kicks on day of, we're going to see these drastic line moves. I don't think you're going to see a four and a half point move. Remember, to me, between the one and the one, yeah. it's not really a difference, right? It, you like the, win the, the Lions and Jets move, correct? Yeah, right. You had to win the game either way. So, from that standpoint, that's a misnomer in terms of being two points. I don't think you'll see a ten go to fourteen, right, or fourteen and a half in this instance because it was four and a half. So so um, I think you do have to pay attention to it. You'll see some moves, but not as, as egregious as this. All right, so that's the second uh, game of the day. But, again, I'm always giving that out when you can get could have gotten plus money uh, on UTSA as a dog. Now you got to lay three if you like the Roadrunners today. Uh, let's get back to Kelly to tell us what the sponsors are of these bowls. And we're going to go to Saturday's game here between Louisville and Cincinnati. Battle of bye-bye head coaches. This will be the Fenway Bowl. But I believe no sponsor. Yeah, yeah, I believe there's a sponsor. I don't have it on my sheet. In front I of have me. it. You ready, Kelly? Wasabi. <laughs> like the food, or is that a company? I'm I hope it's the food. Like, Wasabi yeah, is fantastic. A, yeah, but that's a random sponsorship, right? right. Like, it's like I mean, it, it like stings the nostrils. Must be an outgoing CEO of a company that's willing to drain the uh, organization's finances. The Wasabi. These are, these are bad. <laughs> bi- these are bad business moves. <laughs> what to p- put the money in the bowls? He has a sponsor. I remember uh, my cousin worked for Tostitos and, and uh, or, or Frito Lay, excuse me. And he told me the, the amount of money they spent back when it was the BCS in oh. terms. He goes, it the was Tostitos. Remember they? Yeah, oh. Fiesta. Oh my God. He goes, it was obscene the amount of money they spent in sponsorship. Well, they had Tostitos. They they, they had them everywhere. Remember, and they like you were literally on the field and giving them out. It's it's like we get it. You're you're gonna plug this. I don't know if Wasabi is gonna be given out to all the fans at Fenway Park. But it is the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Wasabi Technologies. Oh, damn it. Technologies? That's all I've gotten so far. That's not as fun as Wasabi the food. I don't know. It seems like Cincinnati right now, with the coaching changes, right, with Satterfield going to Cincinnati, Luke Fickle has now exited stage left. He's going to Wisconsin. It feels like this move is going in the way of the Ville, that the Louisville kids want to stick it to their former coach, who's not going to be coaching Cincinnati, by the way, but he will be taking over the Bearcats. Yeah, no, Malik Cunningham under center for the uh, Cardinals there. That's a big blow, but I still think that Louisville comes out and plays well in this game. Cincinnati is going to have Kerry Coombs as their uh, head coach, acting head coach in this matchup. So this is going to be a tough one to gauge. Looking forward to seeing how this game plays out. And remember one thing, these schools are not that far apart. Right. And also remember, you got a little role reversal here. Cincinnati decides to hire Louisville's coach. They had hired their basketball coach, Chris Mack, a couple of years All ago. Right. Didn't work out too well for the Ville as Chris Mack got run out of Louisville. So just something to pay attention to in that matchup. By the way, uh, Chuck Martin, the head coach of Miami, Ohio, just made my top 10 list of head coaches. What do you do? 
Unsportsmanlike on UAB after the touchdown by Miami, kicking off from the 50. Okay. Squibb kicks it. Ball gets recovered at about the 15 to 20 yard line by the UAB Blazers. And instead of these geniuses that they're Just kicking kick it out. out of, yeah, yeah, why? What are you doing? You're getting 25 yards. I actually would go full onsides kick. Or if you, if you take the penalty, mm-hmm. go for two. Put well, it at the one yard line. Well, and go it, was, for two. it was after the extra point was good. I, I oh, mean, it was after the extra yeah. point and was good. You're in a three point game. If you missed it, Got then it. you're, you know. No, totally. Totally. So, agree. from that standpoint, they chose not to do it. But um, big third down coming up as UAB Ooh. somehow has already made a fumble. fumble. We got a fumble. Bahamas Bowl, baby. It looks like Miami <laughs> of Ohio. It's 20 to 17. We got a fumble. I mean, is there anything better than West Coast football in the morning? No. Like, I had even had my cup of coffee, and I turn on the TV, and we're in the second quarter of a bowl game. I'm like, this is amazing. Can't keep the the action quiet at the Bahamas Bowl. Everybody knows that, Dave. Everybody knows that. We got drama in the Bahamas Bowl, so Miami's going to take over right now. Well, this, uh, the running back is, like, crying. I'm like, well, instead of crying, how about just holding on to the football? <laughs> and that is going to stand. We're just trying to take a look at this. Yeah, they ripped, it. they ripped it right out of his hands. By the way, UAB 11-point favorites. Yep. I mean, I didn't see what the, the money on plus 335 from Miami. Yeah. I, look, it's one game. It, this is not the way that every bowl game is going to go for the dogs. But it, it is something, again, that we're going to keep talking about here is you have to look at the staffs because you've got a staff on the way out for UAB. Yep. And Trent Dilfer is going to bring in all of his new guys. They know that. The staffs know that, right? They're all looking for new jobs, too. Kids might not be. We see it with Dion in Colorado. Hey, you guys aren't ready to work? Might want to get in the portal. I hear what you're saying, but in this game, this is simply the game changed when UAB and when Miami punted and mm-hmm. UAB didn't move out of the way on a punt and it was a muff punt. They would have had the ball instead. Miami recovers the ball at the six yard line, scoring one play, and that was the difference in the ball game. You always talk about that. Sometimes just get out of the way. You got. I, I wouldn't. Reti- I wouldn't send guys back. I'm willing to give away the 20 yards. I don't want to give away the fumble and turn it into a 40 yard net gain for you with possession. That's exactly what happened. And turn this whole Bahamas bowl. Come on back, more bowl talk. Come on back here, right here on Big Bets on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. If you're a smoker or dipper who's tried making the change, no one's going to blame you for thinking all newer nicotine products have one thing in common. They don't work. They're either too complicated to use, they don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Unlike any forms of nicotine, Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-leaf free. Its upper lip pouch means you don't have to spit, so dippers, you can throw away those spit bottles and smokers. You might be surprised to learn that Zen offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Plus, Zen is low-profile enough to enjoy anytime, anywhere, so you might be surprised how simple and satisfying Zen really is. So buy Zen online, find a store near you at Zen.com, that's Z-Y-N.com. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We roll on this edition of the Friday edition of Big Bets here on Visa. We mentioned that Miami of Ohio mm-hmm. got that turnover. Yep. It's, it's fun for us because we normally don't get games. Yes, yeah, exactly. you're right? absolutely right. 11.30 yeah. in the morning here out, out in the Pacific uh, time zone. And... They have to kick a long field goal. 2017, yep. it's a right call to, to go for three, try to make it a, a touchdown. Is going to beat you sure. by UAB. 48-yarder, wide right, Scott Norwood. <laughs> so I believe it was 48 yards too, wasn't it, for Norwood? That he it, missed in the, uh, the Super 47 Bowl? or 48. I, th- I think it was 47 to be exact. But, by the way, Dave, I can't believe you take a shot in an area you grew up in. I mean, you know, those people are still reeling over that one. I told you the story. And the story was that the Navy doc, when I was... Oh, I remember you told me this. Uh-oh. is The Navy doc, oh my goodness. BYU, by the way, has got a first and 10 now. As they're going to try to at least tie this game up at the 20 of Miami, four minutes to go. So in play is going to be very interesting there uh, after that big connection from UAB. But I was under the belief, because the Navy doc told me that the New York Giants had missed a field goal and the Buffalo Bills had won the Super Bowl. I believed for months yeah. that the Buffalo Bills had won the Super Bowl, only to find out months later the Doc got that wrong. It was the Bills and Scott Norwood that missed the field goal, and the Giants actually won that Super Bowl. So I feel the pain of upstate New York. By the way, they're going to get almost a foot of snow is yep. what they're forecasting this weekend uh, for that Bills and Dolphins game. Why aren't they moving this one to Detroit? Detroit's going to be... In, in New York, taking on the Jets. So, like, why did we move the Thanksgiving Day game? Remember? It was too hazardous. We can't play that Bills game against Cleveland. we got to move it to Detroit. Well, I'm the weather expert here, 
But it sounds like we're getting a hell of a lot of snow I, back I, up in my old stomping I grounds. Think the difference is about five feet of snow. I think the difference is, you know, about whether, <laughs> you know, if you can control it or not with the cleanup crew and the per- people you have working but for the But aren't we getting a foot? Wasn't it the same forecast that they were having for that Bills game against I think the, it was a little bit more extreme. More than a foot? I, I think it was, yeah. When I back in my day, <laughs> I they, mean, it was a blizzard, right? Wasn't well, it a blizzard? Kelly, this is no joke. The, we're not hearing the B word about this weekend. I, in Syracuse and Rochester, as a kid, they would put snowplows in front of the school bus to make sure that we got to school. Back, back in my day, back in my day, football game. We're gonna move a pansy, <laughs> you know what, football game indoors because too much snow. Well, we'll see if it looks like they're going to play this game. By the way, Bills right now, lane seven. To that end, before we go back to college football, how does that affect your handicap? Knowing how much snow we're going to get there, the total has been around 43, 44 most of the week, which feels low for a normal Bills-Dolphins game. But because of all this inclement weather, I think people are predicting that this is going to be treacherous field conditions. It wouldn't affect me. I I think the wind is what you're always concerned about. And if you see wind gusts that are probably 15 plus, you'd be concerned. In terms of the game itself, I'm not concerned. I thought the Chargers put a good blueprint together in terms of how to negate what the Dolphins do offensively. Mm -hmm. This is an important game for Buffalo, who's got a really treacherous schedule down the stretch compared to the Kansas City Chiefs. They've got to get this one. You win this one, you cement the division. If you lose this game, forget Kansas City for a minute. Now you can't drop another game because Miami holds the head-to-head tiebreaker against you by virtue of having won both games. So this is one you got to get. They're at the Bears' winnable game, but then you're at Cincinnati and then close out with the Patriots. I know New England's a game they should be able to manage comfortably. However, you've got to put yourself in a situation where you're going to have to win this game against Miami. If not, you don't want to have to go to Cincinnati and get that game. And if you lose that game, now you're looking at Miami winning this division. You know, it's interesting about the last four wins for the Bills. They have not been a cover machine. They didn't cover against the Jets. Late right. field goal by the Jets to kind of backdoor cover that. They did cover against the Patriots 24-10. They don't cover against the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. They barely cover against the Browns. Both those games were in Detroit, by the way. The Browns game and the Lions game. Oddity in that schedule with that schedule move. But they've been playing some under games. The, the last three games that the Bills have played, it's actually stayed under Thanksgiving Day against the Lions. It stays under against the Patriots. stays under against the Jets. Are, are we worried about their offense at all? I mean, I mean, 28, 24, 20, that's good. But it's not what you expect from Josh Allen in this Bills offense. I, I'm not. I think in the NFL, when you get 31, 28, that's solid performances, very good performances. 24 against New England, who's got a better than – you know, top 10, top 12. The Jets have a good defense. The Jets yep. have a good defense. So I'm not concerned about that. Uh, and you mentioned not covering. I think sometimes what happens with teams like Buffalo, Kansas City, Alabama, and college football, the numbers are so skewed that when you have to cover such large numbers, I don't think it's realistic in the National Football League every time. Yeah. You know, if you said Buffalo is a four-point favorite, well, you know what? They're, they're covering three out of the last four games. But because we kind of quantify them as such a good football team that their numbers all of a sudden end up being so much higher, same thing happens with the Chiefs. You know, Dallas against Houston. Yeah, I get it was the Texans' opportunity in uh, in-state matchup there. But Dallas came out flat, but they still found a way to get it done. Yeah, to your point about the, the Chiefs, the year they lost to the uh, Buccaneers in the Super Bowl a couple years ago, they were the, one of the worst ATS teams in the league because the, the Chiefs' number yeah. was astronomical each and every week. Yeah, I think there's an epidemic sometimes that our network of people saying, well, this team's not good ATS. Find them. Bet against them. Right. They don't have to cover. Bet against them. Yeah. And, the, and the other thing is, like, you know what I was here all the time in baseball? Run differential. Who cares when the Atlanta Braves scored 29 runs in one game? Right. The thing in baseball to me is over 162, you have so many games. You're going to have that 16-5 to game. Right. You're going to have those outliers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm with you again. So it's not to to say that the Chiefs weren't – they went to the Super Bowl. They were just below 500 ATS team because the public perception, I think, differs from the reality. It's hard to win in the NFL each and every week. That is for sure. Let's get back to college football. We'll keep an eye on the game going on right now. Still 20-17. Uh, at this juncture, uh, Kelly, we got Florida and Oregon State. Uh, what is the title of that one? Do you have it, sir? Yeah, just going back real quick. Wasabi te- uh, Technologies, an American object storage service provider based in Boston that sells one product, an object storage service called Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage. So good luck with that one. That one didn't help me anymore. Uh, <laughs> so there are clouds, the explanations there are cloud make service. it more, cloud service, yeah. more complicated. <laughs> It's the cloud, Dave. Somewhere it's a cloud. There. It's up there. Cricket Celebration Bowl. I'm going to guess that's Cricket Mobile. I guess. I'm going to guess. The Cricket Celebration Bowl. Why would you come up with a name like that? I have that? no idea. Well, we're going to celebrate this bowl game. Florida against Oregon State. Dude, and I, 
Sorry, go ahead. Do people even like crickets? Why would you name your product after something people don't like? <laughs> Maybe you like quiet, right? You like the quiet. Crickets. By the way, we got the game on the line here. Uh, minute 35 to go. It looks like they're going for it. No, they're going for it. I'm fourth and now, one. I'm surprised by this decision. Because you could kick it. We tie you, game. Right. Yeah. And you're at the 12. So the Blazers say, we're going to shoo the field goal. We're going to go for the win if you can get this first down. Touchdown. They get the touchdown. He walked right in. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. So remember, now here's where it gets dicey. I, I said that the pregame spread was 11. Right. Okay, look. I don't think anything crazy is going to happen here. But this Ooh. PAT pending. Good point. Right. Be, that should be a celebration penalty on UAB. Helmet off. Yep. Helmet's Still off. Play. 131 to go. UAB has a three-point lead. Let's see if there is a call. And by the way, I believe the total was 44. <laughs> yes. If they make this PAT a game that was a dead under, 10 to 6 at halftime, yep. could hit that total of 44. Or keep you posted because I know people out there have some wagers on this thing. Now, the total moved up to 47. That got bet way up. So look at that. Yesterday, 44. Today, 47. We talk about getting the best of the number. Sometimes you don't want to chase bad numbers. There's a case in point right there because this is now 44 total points, 24-20. Again, it was 11 UAB Blazers. We don't know what's going to happen in the last 90 seconds, but you know how these, uh, what do they call pitchy-pitchy woo-woo? Yep. Sometimes those things can go awry and give somebody else an easy touchdown. So we'll keep our eyes peeled, excuse me, to what happens at the end of this one. Back to Florida and Oregon State. The SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Sorry, I read the Cricket Celebration Bowl's Jackson State, NC Central. Okay, we'll get back to the Cricket's Bowl at another time. But I know you like this one out here in our neck of the woods out here in Las Vegas uh, with Florida and Oregon State. Obviously, Anthony Richardson's not going to be playing. He's projected to go 11th. Uh, by Mel, Ky- or by yeah, I think it was Mel Kiper, Tom McShay. Did M- Mel Kiper take from money from uh, Anthony Richardson's agent to list him higher? <laughs> you got Anthony Richardson going high in the draft, so he gone. So now you got the transfer from Ohio State. Jack Miller. Jack Miller is going to be the starting quarterback for Florida against the Beavers. I know we like what Oregon State has done, but do you like him laying nine and a half? Well, I do because I think Florida's right now without several guys, and I think it's going to have an impact on them in this game. Uh, you know, Florida for a team that's not going anywhere, they wind up with a lot of guys out and this is not the first time around for the Gators. So I expect Oregon state and Jonathan Smith to cap off a very good season. I think they win this game. They get to 10 wins on the year and they win this one by double digits. If you look at it, they had a loss of three points at Washington, three points against SC at home. They did get dusted by Utah. Who's the PAC 12 champion in in that game. Mm -hmm. And you can argue, well, you know, Florida beat Utah. Well, that was the season opener. Florida's not the same team. Utah, Oregon State's far better than they were anticipated to be coming into the season. I like the uh, Beavers here. Again, you gave out the UTS play when you had plus money, yeah. as we showed in the graphic there, and you love Oregon State in this spot here against Florida. Yeah, completely different team yeah. than the one Utah saw in week one with Anthony Richardson. Come on back, more bowl talk, and we'll update what's going on in this wild Bahamas Bowl all of a sudden. It is Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetRivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a soccer, football, hockey, or basketball fan, BetRivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance Bet, and much more. BetRivers is calling all soccer fans to head to BetRivers.com. Check out our World Cup Daily Bet and get it is a whole new ballgame. I'm all something I mentioned to you uh, while we were in break, and I just want to give a shout out to everybody back in uh, the Syracuse region. Uh, thinking about Louis Orr, his family today. Louis Orr passes away at the age of 64. At, for me, that's like my childhood. Uh, I used to go to Manly Fieldhouse as a kid. My family and my parents would take me and my brothers there. And Louis and Bowie show, Roosevelt Bowie, Louis Orr, the first ones that Jim Beheim really had at yeah. Syracuse to put them over the top. Really sad to hear that news at, at the uh, age of 64, of course, to stand out for the Knicks and the former head coach at Seton Hall for all those years. So just want to give a, a shout-out to, to one of my legends uh, in college basketball and really made me love Syracuse basketball as a kid, uh, Louis Orr. What, what a class guy he was and certainly going to be missed not hearing and seeing uh, Louis Orr out there roaming the sidelines anymore. Uh, this uh, college football game right now is getting interesting. It's something else that we just talked about during the break. The Nick Bosa play last night in the Seattle game. Yeah. Kelly said he heard the uh, post game. I didn't hear that from Nick Bosa. It was a joke of a call. Let's say it what it was for roughing the passer. But, but Kelly, you explained it that Nick kind of handled it like a real pro in, well, in the post game. Like a pro. It was just kind of he mentioned how if anybody saw it, he hit he, he hit Gino and then it kind of went into the back of an, uh, an offensive lineman and then he kind of fell on top of him. So it was like his eyes were saying one thing, Dave, while his mouth was saying the other. And it, it, I don't want to get fined is what the mouth was saying. Exactly. His, I, his I, mouth was saying, hey, look, I, I, in the moment, I thought as we were going to the ground, there was a chance I was going to see a flag. But his eyes were saying, I'm just saying this. I, I have a question. Let's say you're in week 17. It's your final game of your career. You're retiring. And you decide, I'm just going to suplex this quarterback. <laughs> I mean, you might not get paid for the final oh, game well, check. Who but, is it? But that's fine. My question to you is, what, I mean, they took the penalty off the board. They did. And the, the reason why we bring that up, everybody, if you're not watching the Miami-Ohio-UAB game, is there was an unnecessary roughness penalty that was just called. And I said, what's the defender supposed to do? Because the defender started to make his move to the quarterback before the quarterback gave himself up. The quarterback then gave himself up as the defensive back has already been in motion, and then it became head-to-head. I'm glad they picked it up a mall because that was my whole point. We're trying to stop you from getting a first down in a critical situation. 47 seconds to go, by the way. UAB is, still has that four-point lead. But, like, those are game-changing calls. It would have been 15 more yards, and all of a sudden Miami of Ohio is in UAB territory. They picked it up, and I thought it was the right pickup of the flag. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. It's so difficult the way they make it on the defenders, and Kelly was bringing the point up about the Nick Bosa penalty, and you mentioned this, when the quarterback is sliding, how is the defender supposed to adjust if he's kind of going what would If he's already started his move. move. Exactly, you know, so it becomes a challenge uh, as Miami trying to survive in this game. It's going to be a receiver open, I have a feeling. Oh, my. Great defensive play. So, again, we got 39 seconds, all kinds of drama here, second and three right now. It went deep there. Do we have a live number on this? I mean, you'd have to get in in literally between plays. $8 right now on wow. um, on UAB. So, so it's, it's look, barring a miracle here, UAB looks like they're going to hold on. But, you know, the NFL, I don't believe they could pick up the Nick Bosa flag, at least in college. I, I, I always say this, how do, how do the college kids – they don't play to tie. There's no ties in college football, right? Mm-hmm. How can college pick up a bad penalty? But in the NFL, we just move on, and we have a prospect of ties. How does college get it more right than the NFL? Well, 
I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, they're starting the ball at the 25-yard line on each drive, and then also after you get through two overtimes or two possessions, which we could. But there's no of kissing plays. of the sister. Okay, you got to retire that analogy. It's not my uh, analogy. Well, then if, don't use it if it's not yours. I'm going to keep saying it until they eliminate ties. Well, that's going to be my nails on the chalkboard. <laughs> but, well, that's the point, though. College, there is no prospect of a tie. I don't care how you do it. Switch it, Commissioner Shaw. I'm with you. I'll vote for your plan yeah, it happens as long like, as they're not a tie. It happens like once every couple no, of years. No, it happens all the time in the NFL now. We get the commanders and the G-men. It happened two weeks ago. Well, maybe if either of those teams would actually draft and develop a quarterback, it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> we have to have a system where at least the kids can. You know what they say in the NFL? Oh, it's too dangerous to play longer. What? So we can play the kids till they fall over? Well, no, that's why they, they've gone to the, the rules that they have where they go to the two-point play. It's just a single play, right? So, I mean, it, it ends pretty quickly. But that's in the third overtime. Yeah, but even if you notice an overtime, either a team seems like they go three and out and miss the kick, or it's like one play and the other team scores. Agreed, but at least we're getting to a conclusion. Amal, it'd be like if you and I went to a movie, and then with five minutes to go, they said, you guys got to leave. Hell, I've left last five movies I've gone to, so it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> yeah, Bo's gone already. Well, I, are you, yeah, exactly. I can't believe he's still around so five minutes to go. I'm like 30 minutes in. I'm like, ah, you know, I got the premise of this. I'm out. I like the Dave Ross plan. This is like the World Cup games just turn into uh, like five hours long, and you play until someone passes out That's on the ground. That's it. Yeah, guys, guys are dropping dead before the penalty <laughs> kicks. No, don't worry about that. Uh, it's second and 10, by the way. I'm sure that live number's gone up even higher now. 20 seconds to go. But Miami's chucking it deep, Amal. I mean, they're taking shots here as we try to get to the conclusion of the Bahamas Bowl. And again, remember, this is why getting the best of the number is so important. This was 44 yesterday, the total. It closed 47. So a lot of over money came in. And there's, it, a, there's a big play coming up here from Miami of Ohio. Oh, no, because you must have seen the number switch. Yep, and again, yep. this is the live betting situation. We have got a first down wow. How for Miami. Oh, my goodness. They have no timeouts, by the way. 14 seconds to go. It looks like Miami's going to do the – I hope they don't do the Dan Marino fake spike. They're they going. do. They're going to go for it. They're not they're spiking he's the not football. Gonna, he's, he better he's – it's going to be get over. Him. Game's oh, over. No, get out of mask. Out of mask. That was a face get. mask. They didn't call it. Oh, he's got one second remaining. Okay. Well, you they, got just a live did, number? they just called it. Do you there have a live is. number? I, let me see if we can do a live number very quickly. This is awesome. long enough. So we have one second no, to go, America. suspended at minus $6. Okay, so minus $6 suspended. It looks like there's going to be a face mask. By the way, I'm glad we don't have games normally going on because I like to stand up when a game you is tight. You can stand up. I'll be out of the shot and they'll yell at me from downstairs. No, no, no. You can stand Isaiah up yells at everybody anyway. I don't you, want him yelling more at the staff. You can stand up as long as Dave stands up too, but the only problem is there's like a foot difference. Oh, what? <laughs> don't give out my secrets. We're the same height. Can't you tell? So right now he's actually taller than me. <laughs> it's a it is a personal foul face mask. So that Miami of Ohio is going to be at the 15 yard line. So everything is in balance. Well, yeah, not the well. I mean, the total is 44 and a half. The total is in balance, right? It looks like if you got Miami, you're going to win this wager. Now you got Miami money line well, plus 335. Your your heart right now is is here's, going. Here's one what play. I'm doing if I'm UAB on Bring the play. It. I am uh, tackling the receivers in the end zone if. Here's we got it. We got it down to the one. Went full, it's full to the one. Kevin Dyson, Robert Jones situation. I thought he was going to get in. So the play goes underneath as he tries to get to the end zone. Diving stopped at the one, and it is over. UAB holds on 24-20. The unders cash, at least the late unders. Yeah. The late movement to the over. Those unders cash with 44. UAB does not cover the number, but money line play minus 420. If you had them in parlays, those are still alive. Whoa, if this is the way bowl season is going to go, Maul, well, sign me up. I got to be honest with you. I don't know if any of these games are going to be as good as this one. <laughs> um, this was a fantastic finish fourth forward. You could have gotten Miami in the first quarter down 10 nothing plus 19 and a half. Whoa. Shoo. Wow. So that was a really good one. The hometown lenders, Bahamas Bowl champions would be. The UAB Blazers. By, by the way, I think uh, in the Bahamas right now it is two thirty and two fifty three in the afternoon. No idea how that uh, works. Um, but the reality of it is, the way these players are getting off the field, you'd think their flight 
is at like four o'clock, yeah, and this is and this is the last flight off the island they're, they're, before they're, the hurricane. The stadium's comes. already empty. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's umbrella drink time. Maybe it's time to hit the beach. Okay? Uh, hey, if I was in the Bahamas, boys, they, you, we're at the beach right now. They've been eyeing that wave pool for the past three hours. Okay. <laughs> All I'm saying is I've never seen two teams enter no. the field. Guys, we got to go on the flight. Last last flight out of the mainland before the hurricane's well, coming. I think they all had to leave to get in the transfer portal. <laughs> <laughs> these, these, these games aren't comical, though. Like I, Anybody that complains about... If you're out there betting on bowl games, and then at the same time you're complaining about too many bowl games, stop it. Look at these, look at these stands. There's nobody here. These nobody. games are just for TV. They're just for us degenerates out here betting every single one of these games. Oh. Stop complaining. I hate when I hear everybody complain about how well, many bowl totally. games are. Well, first of all, who complains about the bowl games? Are they the same people that complain the games are too long? Probably. Yeah, I never understand that. I, I've never understood that. Like, for baseball, right? If you don't like the game of baseball, there's no clock on it. Then you, I, I mean, I guess the attendance shows. just don't shows, watch like I do. Just don't watch. Right. But, like, if you go to a game, don't ask me, when's it going to end? It's going to end when there's a winner because we don't have ties, and it might go extra innings. If I go to a game... I'm I'm looking at the I'm looking at my watch, you know, as soon as I arrive. Mm-hmm. But if I'm watching a game on TV, I never do that. Well, if you have an under? No, uh, just in general. What I'm saying, like <laughs> in terms, of, like you go to a game. It was funny. We had gone, Mike Palm and Derek and I, and we had all gone to Game Seven of the uh, Knights Wild Game. Somebody took a photo. Oh, 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 oh. And I'm oh, sitting, just casually dropping Game Seven. I'll be honest with you. I appreciate having uh, having been there, but somebody took a great photo. Everybody's watching the game, and I'm on my phone. It's game seven. Dude, it's much better on TV, including hockey. I agree with that. Uh, we're going to come back, give you our pro tip, and also update some of these bowl games getting ready to go. Come on back. It's Beast and Big Bats. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.